Hi, and welcome back to another educational short here on realistic sustainability. This week, we're going to talk about waste. When you want to be sustainable, waste is the first place you start. It is one of the biggest areas of improvement we can make for sustainability. There are a lot of different kinds of waste. And we could talk about commercial waste too, but let's stick primarily to the household. The common kinds of waste are liquid, solid, organic, recyclable, hazardous, and energy. When they talk about liquid waste in my research, they spend a lot of time talking about oil and greases and reusable items like that. But the largest liquid waste in a standard household is water. We waste a tremendous amount of water in the United States. It doesn't matter if it's clean or dirty. The water in your toilet was clean. It was potable. But we flush it every time. So let's take a look at water just for a second. When you fill the sink to maybe thaw food, what do you do with that water? Do you just pull the plug and let it run down? Or do you let it get to an ambient temperature and then feed it to plants? Do you have an older toilet that allows you to flush two or three times with the water in the back? Add a brick. Take up some of that volume. You can play around with different sizes, but you really only need one flush. You don't need as much water back there as those older toilets designed for. Do you have a rain barrel? I do. I use it for all my outdoor watering. It's fantastic. It also includes some organic material, and it feeds the plants much better than my city water does. Use your rain barrels. And if you live in a town that doesn't allow them, that's a great opportunity to go to some meetings and discuss why you should have them. Aerators. Those are fantastic in the home. All it does is add a little air in between the water, making sure that you use less water every time you shower or every time you forget to turn the water off while brushing your teeth. It greatly reduces a water bill. Just run less water. The easiest way to help in the house is to make it a game. Take the water bill and take that fear when you look at it away. Look at that water bill. Show the family how many gallons and challenge everyone. How low can we really get it? Other kinds of liquid waste is the gasoline in your vehicles, mowers, or anything else. Can you walk up to the store or are you driving? Are you wasting that fuel? Keep that in mind next time you have to just run real close or over to a neighbor's house. Sometimes the health benefits and the emission savings are worth it. Solid waste is, well, just the wrappers and boxes of random things that you've cooked, or toys, here we are coming up on Christmas, all those toy boxes and the plastics. That's the solid waste they're talking about. Organic waste is the food scraps, plant scraps, things that were uneaten. Maybe some of the dog food fell into the vent and when you cleaned it, you threw it away. Or you trimmed your plants and you tossed that away. All of these include nutrients. If you throw them away, Throw them in your garden. Throw them in the front yard where the flower beds are. Throw them behind so no one sees it. In the meantime, they'll biodegrade and add some nutrient back into your soil. Don't let it waste. Well, when we talk about recycled waste, that's a little more confusing because glass, aluminum, those, all those metals, those are recycled. When you put those in the recycle bin, they're almost always recycled. What isn't is plastics. Yes, we put them in the bin, but we're really just practicing. Most of plastics are not recycled, even though they can be. It's because it takes too much energy, too much cost, and no one really needs the material. So most of that stuff isn't recycled. If you're putting all your plastics in the bin, but not your metals and glass, we've got a real waste moment there. Hazardous waste? Seems a little weird to talk about that for a household, but there is some. Batteries, for an example. 
can't just throw them in the trash. They really should be recycled and recycled correctly. What about CFL bulbs? Some of us still have those curly bulbs in the house that take a minute to warm up. Those, they have mercury inside, mercury vapor. And if they get broke, it releases it. They should also be recycled responsibly. Those are examples of hazardous waste in the house. Energy waste, we all know. Those darn kids left the lights on again. Or I fell asleep and left the light in the other room on. Energy waste is huge. It also accounts for all the standby equipment in your house. 10% of your electric bill is your electronics waiting for you to use them. So the best thing to do is reduce that electric waste everywhere you can. Because remember, that's a fossil fuel plant supplying that energy. And we only get 16% of that energy. So we account for the whole 100% of what they burn. Last, it's not usually on the list, but I'm adding it. And that's mental waste. That is solving problems that aren't problems yet. Sometimes we get frustrated. Sometimes problems seem bigger than we can ever manage. But we do the things we can, we work towards better answers, and we continue to get better every single day. Do not wear yourself out worrying about things that are uncontrollable. Control what's right in front of you and what you can control today. And get rid of that mental waste. Because it does hurt you as much as any of these other waste products. These are the areas that if you started today, you could focus on really being sustainable. You could be exceptionally helpful in the sustainability movement by just reducing waste. Less waste is less trash to a landfill. That is, less trips for garbage trucks. That is... Less cost and more reuse. If we reuse and refuse, less things make it to that hole in the ground. And you get to be a great example for anybody watching. Friends, family, children, pass those good habits on. How do we reduce some of these things? Well, I can tell you that I shred some of my paper products so that I can mix it into the garden in the fall. So hopefully that it biodegrades, adds a little bit of nutrients back, and it never has to go on that garbage truck and take the drive to the big hole in the ground. I also burn some of my paper products. I grow things like tomatoes. And to get the pH right, well, sometimes ash really helps, and it really helps my tomatoes grow and be delicious. So all my paper products never make it to the trash can. Plastics? Well, recently, I've learned that you can't necessarily always reuse everything plastic, but I can take a two-liter bottle and just start jamming every piece of plastic wrapper, every package, into it. Because I don't want it to spread out amongst our planet. I don't want animals to eat it. I don't want it to end up in the ocean. So, here I am, two weeks into doing this. I'm breaking my plastic. Almost all the plastic that my household has used in a family of five has fit in one two-liter. I'll continue to jam it full until nothing else will fit. And then I will cap it and look for a use. Maybe I'll find one, maybe I won't. If I won't, I'll throw it away and it will still go to the landfill, but it will be completely contained in one small package instead of two garbage bags. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope it's gotten you to think a little bit about your waste and maybe, just maybe, you can reduce it. I appreciate you listening and we'll see you next week.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Mike, co-host of Realistic Sustainability, the podcast, which you probably already know, but I'm also the author of A Beginner's Guide to Greening Your Life. That was the book that led to our Facebook page, our Facebook group, and, well, even this show. It offers tips on promoting your positive footprint while decreasing your carbon footprint. So if you want to read what started all of this, get A Beginner's Guide to Greening Your Life, available on Amazon, eBay, Etsy, or just visit greeningyourlife.org for more information. Thank you for joining the sustainable movement and promoting a greener future.